So be honest, do you do the hokey pokey when you're in the saddle? And you're probably asking, well now Lorna, what is the hokey pokey? Well, it's when your leg is in and your leg is out and then you go and you shake it all about. Yep, loose legs. Ooh, it's an issue riders have so often and it's one we're going to chat about today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you sort out issues such as doing the hokey pokey in the saddle each and every week that hopefully is going to lead to better communication between yourself and your horse so we like to say that we like improving the overall conversation I do believe that I believe horse riding is a conversation if we look at it that way and if we become and I suppose set our intention on becoming just masters of the conversation and and just being somebody who's fascinating to talk to from our horse's perspective anyway and that is where you can really push things forward with your riding and remember conversation is a two-way street so many riders get into the saddle and they talk at their horse and never listen to the horse's response. You have to actually give your horse, first of all, time to respond to you firstly. And secondly, you have to then actually, I suppose, work on or you then respond back to their response. So very, very important with that. Now, this particular week, I wanted to chat about legs. And it's something that I see time and again, riders riding around, their legs are just flapping all over the place in the saddle. Um, it can become really frustrating for the riders, first of all, and I think it's also a really frustrating issue for the horse because um, what happens is the rider, their leg, it's usually the lower leg, um, there's lots of daylight between their lower leg and the horse's sides. And what ends up happening is when they actually do want to maybe ask the horse a question or they want to respond to the horse in some way by using their leg aids, um, the horse can't actually tell that now they're going to use their leg aids or now this is a question or a response or whatever the case is because they're trying to actually pick it out from all the other babbling that's going on all the time that's been caused by the loose legs. So big issue um, comes down to maybe the horse being less than responsive and I really do believe that responsiveness in horses is a direct reflection of the rider um, and also then leads to a lot of frustration and a lot of, can we say, hairy moments for the riders as well and that's because very often loose legs are caused by having tight hips or pelvis and also then gripping with the knee okay and when you are gripping with your knee or if you are very tight through your hips and your pelvis first of all it's going to set you up in a bit of a fork seat so you're going to be kind of tipped slightly forward now what you'll often see many riders doing is they end up riding like a bit of a duck then because their bum is sticking out behind them and they're of course trying to get their shoulders back um, and I suppose keep that alignment, that line, that head, shoulder, hip, heel line and they end up with a very arched back and it looks really uncomfortable. I can only imagine it feels very uncomfortable. Um, I think it is a big cause of a lot of lower back pain and meanwhile the rider is like solely focused on their lower leg and they're trying to fix their lower leg but the lower leg is actually just a symptom. The floppy lower legs, the hokey pokey is a symptom of something that's going on further up in the body and usually as I said around the seat area or just the knees area themselves so um, don't grip with your knees if you're going to take anything from this stop gripping with your knees (laughs) I always say to people here that it's it's the quickest way to the ground (laughs) 
don't grip with your knees. It's not good. Eh? So you don't want to do that. But you also then want to open up your hips and your pelvis. And many riders don't really, they get a bit confused by that. Very simple way of thinking about this is imagine you want to sit on your bum. Okay, so you're going to sit on your two seat bones and think about the angle from the front of your tummy. So you know where your belly button is there front of your tummy and the ang that the angle of there to the top of your thigh um, or the front of your thigh I suppose the front of your thigh is a better way of explaining it and that angle that you want to open it many riders can't open that angle that angle is a very shut angle and they are not able to open it and this is what causes the lower leg then to to be to be doing all sorts of things in the saddle for them okay so you want to try and open that now as I mentioned, your lower leg swinging around and you sitting like this is going to have absolutely disastrous effects on your overall position. And the reason your position is so important in the saddle is it basically means you're in the best possible place to communicate with your horse most effectively. Simply put, okay? So many people think, oh, you know, position's not that important. It is. It really is. It's that important. And this is why you need to make sure that if your legs are swinging around and flapping around, it's usually, again, not the leg. It's usually something that's going on further up. So just to kind of look at photographs of yourself if you're riding on your own. Get maybe your instructor, if you're, if you're with an instructor or a trainer, to have a look at it. But um, you really need to sort out issues, I would say, surrounding the seat area first then, and then from there go on it. So once you've got your seat sorted out, and as I said, it's, it's as simple as sitting on your bum. Okay, now some people take this to the nth degree and they will tuck their bum under them and basically sit on the small of their back. No, I want you to sit nice and square on your bum. So um, a good way to, to imagine this would be to actually get off your horse, stand on the ground and um, pretend that you're sitting on your horse. So bend your knees like you're sitting in, in the saddle and you've got your feet in the stirrups and you've got that line then, that head, shoulder, hip, heel and feel how your seat feels there. Feel how your bum's not cocked out behind you. It's not tucked in underneath you. It's just lovely and straight, okay? It's, it's lovely. You've got this lovely alignment through your body and then imagining doing that in the saddle, okay? That is where you want to go with that, okay? And then feeling what your leg is doing. So very often when riders are then back, so let's say they're in the saddle now, they're not, the, they're not aware of what their leg is doing. So by you just becoming very mindful about what your leg is actually getting up to in the saddle, that is going to be the start of it. Now, again, you do have to fix the cause first, okay? But once you have the cause fixed, so once you have maybe the seat issues sorted out, you're going to find it's not just a bump. Oh, look at that. I have the most marvelous leg in the world now. No, because you have to now develop and strengthen your leg, okay? So that's going to take time, and the only way you can really do that is to become very, very mindful. So again, thinking in terms of having no daylight between your legs and your horse's sides. That's a good place to start, okay? Um, not gripping with the knee, so keeping your knee off. So what you could do is every now and then obviously in walk or in halt, just sticking your hand between the inside of your knee and the knee roll of your saddle and just making sure that your knee can be pushed out and noticing how when you actually push your knee out, 
it puts your leg on. Hey, there you go. You see that now. And how that's going to kind of help you there to make sure that your leg is correct in the saddle, okay? The other thing that you can then notice on is particularly transitions. So it's all well and good fixing it. And then when you're going and on the straight, um, you're like, well, hey, I can hold this. But as soon as you ask for a transition, what you very often find is old habits die hard. And again, this is where the seat often comes in. So the rider will automatically maybe tip forward onto maybe their fork area um, and what's going to happen there is of course the lower leg is going to go back um, or they end up leaning back so you'll see this a lot in a downward transition the rider rolls backwards almost onto their tailbone they're sitting on and the lower leg shoots forward so what I want you to do is just again noticing you can notice it you can notice the symptoms sometimes it's easier to see the symptom than the cause you can see the symptom being the lower leg is now whoopsie it's migrated <laughs> it's gone on holidays somewhere um, and then noticing hold on now is my seat actually nice and correct all the way through this transition and then making sure first of all that your seat is correct and then from there having to actually work on making sure that your leg is correct as well throughout that transition if you're not if your leg is not correct through the transition um, you are going to be giving very conflicting um, directions yes directions is a good word you're going to be giving conflicting directions to your horse okay you're going to be saying one thing and saying the other thing probably at the same time it gets very confusing your horse is going to stop listening and again this brings it back to the initial symptom which is maybe responsiveness is not the greatest between you and your horse your horse is not listening so well and it's because he just doesn't know what to listen to he's learned to just tune out from it okay so all that being said and done, where should you start? As always, I'm going to suggest starting a walk, okay? Walk and then building it up to trot. And those transitions, you can do it between walk and trot, but you can also do it then between walk and halt. So you'll often see through the lower transitions that even if the rider's seat is correct, the lower leg tends to shoot forward. And that is not a good habit because... Um, well first of all your lower leg's not there then to balance the horse and to actually have hold correctly um, going in and preparing the transition but the second reason is very often then you get a horse who if it's been ridden by a rider like that for a long time they actually get a little bit sensitive or wary or hot to the lower leg through the transition when the aid is actually correctly applied so we don't want that to happen we want the horse to make sure that they understand that the lower leg does not just come on when they have to shoot forward that the lower leg is always there so that's really important as well but working between the halt the walk and the trot almost solidifying the whole situation there making sure there's no hokey pokey going on and then from there building it up to jumping and cantering and everything else. I probably should have said cantering and jumping, but you know that, okay? And everything else in between. Okay, so hopefully that has left you with a couple of action points. The final piece that I want to touch on, a great exercise for really strengthening the lower leg is the two-point seat or the light seat. So spending a little bit of time correctly in your light seat, not using your hands for balance, um, is a great way of really First of all, becoming very mindful of your lower leg and secondly, then allowing it to strengthen and develop as well with your horse. So you can try that as well. So as you guys probably know, there is something very special coming up this week. Of course, it is the big Black Friday week um, and leading into the Cyber Monday week. And if you're interested in being one of the first to know, we're going to have some limited uh, special offers. And if you want to be one of the first to know about them, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash VIP. 
and you can get your name on the list there. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a great one. Keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.